You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. The last call. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we take a look at your word, open thou our hearts, our minds, and our understanding. There are many people out there who are in darkness, who do not understand what is happening today spiritually. The spiritual climate for them is cold and dismal and desolate. But I pray that you will bring life to them. And when they hear your word today, may they search the scriptures and see whether these things be so. So touch hearts, change lives, and save souls. In your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. Let's go to Revelation chapter 14 and verse 9 to 12. This is the third angel's message. We looked at angel number one, angel number two, and we are on angel number three, the third angel's message. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of Yahweh, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascended up forever and ever. And they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image and whoever receiveth the mark of his name. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of Yahweh and the faith of Jehoshua. My listening friends, this is a message of most fearful import. No severer threatening of divine wrath can be found in all the scripture. You can search it from Genesis to Revelation. And we are in Revelation right now. But you can search it from Genesis to Revelation and you will not find a more fearful, severe warning of threat coming from the Most High. The sin against which it warns must be a terrible sin. And it must be one so plainly defined that all who will may understand it and thus know how to avoid the judgment denounced against it. What a serious and solemn warning. And this is coming from a merciful Savior. The reason why this punishment is so severe. Look at verse 8. It says here, this is the reason why Yahweh's wrath is so furious upon Babylon. And there followed another angel saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. That great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Therefore, Yahweh is going to reward her. And verse 10 gives an equal reward. He's going to give her double for what she has done. He is going to give her the wine. She's going to drink the wine of the wrath of Yahweh, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. She gave them her wine of fornication, her wine that drunken kings and queens and merchants of the earth. And now Yahweh is going to give her double for what she has done. She shed the blood of the saints. Millions upon millions of people were martyred. The record would show about 50 to 75 million people were killed by Rome. 
and Yahweh is angry with Rome. Babylon is going to be destroyed with such anger that that is why he's calling you to come out of Babylon before you be a partaker of her sins and receive of her plagues. The seven last plagues is going to fall upon Babylon. And all those who receive the mark of the beast will share in, in the consequences of the downfall of this great city, Babylon. My friend, come out of Babylon before it's too late. Yahweh loves you. Hence, he gave us his sure word of prophecy to warn us about the things which are to come upon the earth. Those who insisted on keeping for doctrines the commandments of men, they were sent another warning announcing in solemn tones that if any man shall worship the beast and his image, he shall drink of the wine of the wrath of Yahweh, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. That is to say, you rejected the first message of the angel and met with a moral fall. Continue to reject truth and disregard the warning sent out, and you will exhaust Yahweh's last means of grace. And by and by, meet with a literal destruction for which there will be no remedy. This is as severe a threatening as Yahweh can make to be inflicted in this life, and it is the last. A few will heed it and be saved. The multitude will pass on and perish. They will worship the beast and his image, and they will receive the mark of the beast. Many of them will receive it because of work. They shall receive it in their hand. Many will receive it also in their foreheads because they cling to the doctrines and teachings of the Roman Catholic Church and bow down and worship the image of the beast. My dear friends, the proclamation of the third angel's message is the last religious movement to be made before Yahweh appear. For immediately following this, John beholds one like the Son of Man coming upon a great white cloud to reap the harvest of the earth. This can represent nothing else than the second coming of Jehoshua. If therefore, listen to me carefully, if therefore the coming of Jehoshua is at the door, the time has come for the proclamation of this message. Now the argument showing what constitutes the beast, the image, and the mark, you may find it in Revelation chapter 13. And it has been shown that the two-horned beast, which erects the image and enforces the mark, is none other than the United States of America, the lamb-like beast that appears as a lamb but speaks as a dragon, has all the military capabilities and power to enforce the mark of the beast. Look at what is happening around the world economically. Look at the social upheaval and unrest. Look at the movements of the Vatican and you will see clearly the handwriting is on the wall. The beast is the Roman Catholic Church power. The mark of the beast is that institution which this power has set up as proof of its authority to legislate for the church and command the consciences of men on their sin. It consists in a change of the law of Yahweh, by which the signature of royalty is taken from the law. Yahweh's signature of loyalty is taken from the law. That law is Yahweh's seventh-day Sabbath. The great memorial of Yahweh's creative work is torn from its place in the Decalogue or the Ten Commandments. And the false and counterfeit Sabbath, the first day of the week, is set up in its stead. The image of the beast is some ecclesiastical combination which will resemble the beast 
in being clothed with power to enforce its decrees with the pains and penalties of civil law. Many people believe that worshipping on Sunday today is the mark of the beast. But worshipping on Sunday right now as we have it is not the mark of the beast as yet. The mark of the beast will be ushered in when the decision has been made by law under pain of punishment to serve Yahweh and keep his commandments, including the seventh day Sabbath or man's Sabbath Sunday. But until then, Yahweh is saying to you out there in Christendom, Come out of Babylon, for Babylon is fallen, is fallen. Her fall is so great that it is repeated two times in the scripture. Babylon is fallen, is fallen. My friends, listen to the word of Yahweh. The two-horned beast, by which the image, after being made by the people, is given power to speak and to act, is the United States. And all but the final steps toward the formation of the image are already seen. There are laws that are called blue laws on the books of the United States of America. In Europe, where Sunday is to be kept sacred, they are going to be resurrected and they are going to be enforced with such brutality. Do you think that the World Health Organization has shown you anything with this pandemic and how they can shut you down and prevent you from traveling and from buying and selling unless you have a mask? The mask that they say you must wear, does it sound familiar? Without the mask, you cannot buy or sell. Without the mark of the beast, you cannot buy nor sell. Listen to what I'm saying today. The two-horned beast enforces the mark of the beast. That is, he establishes by law the observance of the first day of the week or Sunday Sabbath. But the people are not to be left in darkness in this matter. Praise to Yahweh that he has given us his word. The three angels' messages, the warning in Revelation. Why would this book be closed when all these things are coming upon the earth? Yahweh is a loving savior. He has given us this book and written it with symbols and symbolism because he has hidden it from the eyes of the wicked and opened the eyes of his people that we may see clearly what is going to happen in these last days. The third angel's message utter a solemn protest against all this evil. It exposes the work of the beast, shows the nature of his opposition to the law of Yahweh warns the people against compliance with its demands, and points out to all the way of truth. This naturally excites opposition, and the church is led so much the more to seek the aid of human authority in behalf of its dogmas as they are shown to lack the divine. They are going to call on civil powers to enforce the law. Let me tell you something. Rome never changes. Prepare yourself for what is coming upon the earth and the three angels' messages are there to warn you to get out of Babylon before it is too late. The message brings its adherence to the seventh day. For in this way only are they made peculiar, inasmuch as an observance of the first day would not distinguish a person from the masses who were already observing that day when the message was introduced. And in this we find still, hear me, in this we find still further evidence that Sunday keeping is the mark of the beast. For the message, presenting as its chief burden a warning against receiving the mark of the beast, will of course bring its adherents to discard that practice which constitutes the mark and to adopt the opposite. 
it does lead them to discard the observance of the first day of the week and adopt the seventh-day Sabbath. In view of this, friends, it is at once seen that there is here more than an inference that Sunday keeping is the mark of the beast against which it warns us, and the observance of the seventh day to which it leads us is its opposite. The whole crux of the matter, my friends, is boiling down to obeying Yahweh's commandments or obeying man's commandment. For the issue of the last conflict will be clear. We are called upon to decide between Yahweh and man. If we should choose the commandments of men instead of Yahweh's commandments, our worship will be in vain. Mark 7, 7 say, In vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. There will be a clear distinction between those who receive the mark of the beast and those who are designated saints. The latter keep Yahweh's commandments. The former apparently do not, whereas the Christian apostasy allegedly upholds the Decalogue, but not the fourth precept or commandment. It is evident that the issue in the final conflict will be loyalty to the Creator. Yahweh holds a person responsible for the light that he has. The saints will also have the faith of Yahushua. Let us not reject Yahweh's last warning message. Let us be willing to heed the warning. Come out of Babylon, for Babylon is falling, is falling. Rome never changes. She will drink of the wine of the wrath of Yahweh, because she has made the whole world drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Yahweh will likewise give her the wrath of his fury, which will be poured out without mixture upon the Roman Catholic Church or upon Rome. Hear the word of Yahweh today. The words may seem tough. They may seem hard to swallow. But Yahweh loves you and I so much that he gave us the prophecies of Revelation, the three angels' messages. I trust that this word will cause you to ponder on your next move or your next decision in accepting Yahweh's word and be saved in his kingdom when he shall come. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Babylon is fallen, is fallen. You have given us the sure word of prophecy. You have not left us in darkness. But today, Father, I pray that someone who have heard your word would purpose within their hearts to search the scriptures, for in them we have eternal life. May there be given wisdom and understanding, and may they be saved ultimately in your kingdom, I pray. I thank you for touching hearts, changing lives, and saving souls. In your son's name with thanksgiving, amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown, Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1284 547 46 if you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.